Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey podcast, where we share how functional core rehab can actually change your life. We share the stories of clients and professionals who have done Tummy Team programs, and we share so much more than that. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. I'm passionate about helping people find profound healing beyond the physical healing, but also emotional healing to be strong and pain-free for the life they were meant to live. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Tummy Team Journey podcast. This is Kelly Dean. And today I'm really excited to share a podcast, some information about something that's near and dear to my heart, and it is trauma recovery. And we're going to be sharing a lot of information about how the muscles of our core and pelvic floor sometimes can store like muscle energy or muscle memory from past traumas we've experienced. And maybe not even, some of it is really traumatic experiences and some of it is just emotional things that we've been through. There's always this emotional and physical component to everything that happens in our body. And we've talked about this a lot as we've shared people's stories. And we talk about this a lot in each one of our courses, we we really have noticed how important it is to be very holistic in our approach. And even though I'm a physical therapist and not a counselor, I can see how our mental health and our emotional well-being um, plays a role in how our body physically heals and how our body physically responds as well physical tension, physical weakness, physical pain, physical dysfunction plays a role in our emotional well-being and our mental health. So it's all connected. And, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about several things today. And I'm going to share some information that may be the first time you're hearing something, or maybe it's going to expand on something that you've heard before and in a whole new way. You know, the, the tummy team, we focus on functional core weakness and functional pelvic floor weakness in men and women, and we even see some kids. And over the last dozen years or so, we've worked with thousands and thousands of clients. And I would say, hands down, the most common contributing factor to the issues that we see with functional core weakness, diastasis recti, with pelvic floor dysfunction has to do with physical disconnect. So physical disconnect is the inability to really connect to the muscles in a way where you can feel what's going on and you can control what's going on and you can activate properly. There's this this numbness or this withdrawal or this uh, kind of checking out and powering through thing that we do in our culture. And that leads it us to be in a place where it's very hard to feel the muscles that are essential to our internal core and pelvic floor strength. And it's important to think about the internal muscles. The internal muscles are the muscles that we're working on. Those deep core muscles, the deep pelvic floor muscles, the muscles that are structural, 
postural, respiratory, digestive in nature, that transverse abdominus, that muscle that wraps around your core, but those deep pelvic diaphragm muscles and all the muscles that hold our pelvis together and hold the organs of our in our pelvis where they should be, like our bladder and our digestive tract and for women, our uterus, and trying to hold everything where they're supposed to be, okay? So when we see say that physical disconnect is the most significant, most consistent issue that we see, we start thinking about we need to work with our clients on helping them feel what they need to activate. And that what's tricky about that is as we start working with clients and have them start feeling some of these muscles, sometimes they hit a roadblock. Sometimes they become angry or irritated or emotional or scared or anxious. And there's an emotional response. Um, they really want to check out or lash out or break down and um, cry or just are frustrated. And what we see is that the when we start activating and accessing those deep muscles, a lot of times the first thing they feel again is the last thing they felt when they decided intentionally or unintentionally to disconnect from those muscles. And the last thing that they maybe felt was something sad, traumatic, some kind of loss, some kind of scary, painful circumstance that their body tried to protect them from by kind of shutting out and shutting down. And I'm saying, let's go there. Let's go there and wake up those muscles, those muscles that hold a memory of something that was really emotional or really difficult. And I know trauma is kind of a tricky word for people because I know clinically trauma is is really um, described a specific way for something to actually be clinical trauma. But I'm not going to be clinical. I'm just going to talk about the fact that we all go through stuff. We all have something. And trauma, in my experience, is a very individualized experience. It's very individual. Two people can experience similar events and have completely different responses to them. Some people will be very traumatized by a certain type of birth reaction, a birth experience, and another person, it, that didn't bother them. So we cannot really compare the journey. We can't compare one person's experience to another person's experience and expect them to react and respond the same way. You know, everybody's on their own journey and what is traumatic to you, what what caused pain for you or what caused fear or anxiety for you, it doesn't matter if that didn't happen to somebody else. All that matters is what ha- what your experience was and how your body is holding that experience. So what I want to say is that everybody's a little bit different, but we're not alone because I guarantee you everybody's dealing with something or not everybody. Most people are dealing with something and we're all on a journey to kind of learn how to honor, respect, nurture, and empower our own body. And that's the journey that I want to be a part of. That's the journey that I want to support and facilitate. So As we started recognizing this 
consistent thing in so many of our clients. Um, we, we started adding more components to our rehab process. Uh, we started talking a lot more about abdominal massage and about slowing down and connecting to the breath. And I partnered up with Beth Learn from fit to be and we recorded a, a grief routine. It's actually a series of two videos that we've made free to everybody, anybody. You don't have to be a member of the tummy team or the, a member of fit to be to watch these videos. And I'll put a link in our podcast notes to this. And so the first video was basically me just talking about how grief and, and trauma um, and emotional situations can be stored in the core. And the second video is a little bit of a connection exercise movement, meaningful movement type video We can call it a workout, but it's different than a workout, but it's really about helping people to connect to their body. And we created that resource and we made it available and linked it to a lot of um, the Tummy Team courses. And the feedback that we received from that resource has been pretty remarkable um, a lot of times people will say, I didn't want to do it. I, I didn't want to do it. And then I finally did it. And it was like, oh my goodness, this was like a, an important key piece. And they did it several times, each time getting a little bit easier. And then I had people that are like, I didn't really think I had any drama or anything going on. And I did that, that, um, you know, I did those that series of videos. And I recognized that I was storing a lot of pain in the core and pelvic floor areas. So it is an eye-opening awareness type of thing um, that really is, you know, kind of important for people to see. So, so as, as we kind of um, started to recognize that and started to hear more more stories and I started becoming more aware that this might be something that is going on. I started asking more questions when I saw clients and asking more questions in the self-assessment about past trauma, about the things that at first seemed um, the most frequent. So maybe miscarriages or um, abortion or uh, some kind of fertility issue, some kind of sexual trauma, um, any kind of um, past abuse, sexual abuse, um, as well as birth trauma, having um, really scary circumstances related to the birth um, or really difficult birth recovery. And then we started um, actually recognizing as we started working with more and more men that it's, this wasn't just female stuff. Um, accidents, car accidents or sports accidents or some kind of accident that took a part of what they were able to do away um, is kind of a, a, a form of trauma. Um, loss, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a wife um, or of a child, um, deep sadness can reside in that core area and um, also illness uh, cancer or some kind of surgical procedures where they had to have multiple surgical procedures felt like, um, a violation and trauma. So like I said, it, it, 
it really can span the, you know, a huge, you know, realm of, of circumstances. And I think emotional pain is important to acknowledge and validate. I, I definitely resonate with it. The it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to take a moment um, and not just rush through and power through, but take a moment to sit in it and understand it. And then there's, it's really important to know that there's a pathway back to feeling okay again. That when we say, look, we're going to, we're going to try to understand what your body experienced. Um, it doesn't mean that I'm asking you to stay there because a lot of times you've removed yourself from that place because it hasn't been fruitful. It hasn't felt good and you want to get away from it, but we need to process it. So I think this is a good a time of any to say, again, I'm not a counselor and um, I am merely talking about the role that um, the physical recovery can play in the holistic, emotional, and mental health component of some of these traumatic events. And I think that sometimes, you know, most, I would say most times trauma care focuses on our mental and emotional health. And there's another component to healing from trauma. The body physically holds tension and stress and trauma in the muscles of your body. And often the area that holds this pain is between our chest and our pelvis. We step it in and push it down and then do everything we can to ignore it so we can just move on with our lives. So, you know, I I recognize that um, as we kind of develop some additional programs to help people deal with the physical consequences of emotional and physical trauma, that um, this is this is something that supplements counseling and therapy. It's not going to replace it, but it will supplement. And sometimes it'll maybe um, be the missing link to something that you've already been working on in your life. All right. So let's talk a little bit about why we store trauma in our core. I think that um, we're going to talk about a lot of different things, and I'm not sure how, what order to put it in, but we'll do the best we can. The body holds um, tension and stress in in our muscles. You can think about that. You know, you can think when you're tense, however, all your muscles tense up in anticipation. Um, when you're when you're worried or or scared, your body tenses up. Um, there's also a way that our body, our body will um, kind of go through this uh, initial reaction to a scary or a traumatic event, the fight or flight um, reaction where our body is anticipating, you know, um, survival and trying to uh, protect us and trying to fight back and, and our adrenaline is high, our cortisol levels are high you know, are, we're really in that highly excitable, um, scared or, or worried or concerned, um, stage. Okay. We start out there and that's, 
what we call the that's the role of the sympathetic nervous system. It's part of our body's way of surviving to handle a stressful circumstance. You know, everything kind of speeds up and we we really try to to manage um, a stressful situation. It's hard to maintain that fight or flight um, for very long. It's not supposed to be a long-term strategy. Um, the other the other thing that we can do at we get to a point in that fight or flight where we are fighting, 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 fighting until it gets to be too much. And then we shut down, withdraw, disassociate, disconnect. And that, you know, that kind of withdraw from something that's painful, that kind of go into shutdown mode is, um, is one of your body's built-in survival strategies because you cannot stand functioning on that adrenaline. You kind of have to check out a little bit. And we are survivors by nature. We have this incredible capacity to endure and an incredible capacity to heal. But surviving is the short-term strategy, not the long-term lifestyle. So we talked about like that sympathetic nervous system where that we're in that fight or flight there's there's a flip side of that called the parasympathetic nervous system and that system is where we rest digest and heal and one of the one of the symptoms that we see with clients that have functioned in that fight or flight is they might get to that withdrawal and disconnect and numb out and mistake that for the rest, digest, inhale, and heal component when it's not quite the same thing. Checking out and shutting down is not the same thing as tapping into your parasympathetic nervous system. Okay. And we're going to talk about how your nervous system really, you know, is working for you. Why the core? Why specifically do we hold things in the core? You know, think about your core as your torso, right? Not just your abdominal muscles, but your torso. What else is in your torso? Your heart, your lungs, how you breathe, your stomach, what, you know, how you feel in your stomach and how you can digest food, and all of your vital organs are in there, right? So we instinctively are going to want to protect our core, protect our heart, our breathing. You know, that nauseous feeling that you feel is sometimes all the blood coming away from your stomach because it's going into your heart rate elevating so that you can run away from the situation, okay? So all of these things, all of these components are connected. I think also when we think about our core, sometimes we can think about who we are at our core, our identity, um, the core of who we are, kind of what, what we stand for, what we feel. Sometimes we'll say like who we are in our gut, you know, our gut instinct and, and who you are, kind of who who you are sometimes resides in that in your heart and in your your gut and in your core. Um, grief, loss rests kind of in our gut and our chest. 
we kind of feel like that heartbreak and that heaviness when people, sometimes when you're going through counseling, they'll say, where are you feeling this right now in your body? And I would say nine times out of 10, people are feeling it in their chest or in their stomach. And that's because that's where we kind of hold on to and tense up those areas to kind of protect ourselves. Think about protective postures. Like if you were, if there was somebody was swinging a baseball bat at you, you're going to protect yourself, right? You're going to kind of round into yourself. Those protective postures kind of collapse and protect our organs um, that there's some weakness in that posture. It's not our strong posture, but it kind of balls us up. But it also can kind of feel like we're hiding our pain in there. We're kind of holding everything in. And if we stay in that place, you know, it affects everything else that we do. You know, we we want to consider the fact that Um, even though we believe that our emotional and mental beings, that, that we're kind of emotional mental beings with a physical body, we're also a physical body that helps control our mental and emotional experiences. It's all connected. And when we get to that point of kind of numbness and checking out, there's, there's a role for that. Okay. Numbness can, can be a refuge. Sometimes something really traumatic happens and we don't have the resources or the tools to, to effectively deal with it at the time. Let's say it's a, it's, it's a birth and um, things are out of your control and um, it's really scary. The baby's in distress and um, you thought you'd have a lot of choices about how to um, how to birth your baby and those choices are slowly being taken away from you. And there's a lot of anxiety and fear in the room of trying to get the baby out and trying to keep the baby alive and the baby's not breathing, the baby's not responding, or your body is not um, releasing the way it needs to release or is tearing or there's something stuck. And And the baby comes out and they are able to make sure everything's okay with the baby and help kind of stitch you back together. And then they hand you the baby. And the joy of having that baby is pretty amazing. And now the baby has a lot of needs. Now the baby needs you to nurse them and needs you to hold them and keep them warm and comfort them and make sure they have everything they need. So you sh- you really had no time in that scenario to recover from the scary traumatic part of that birth before now you're in the mode of taking care of this baby and maybe you have other children at home that you also need to take care of or be have a role in their life. And so experiencing and processing what happened in that birth kind of gets pushed to the back burner. It's not really something you focus on because the baby's okay. You're alive. They're alive. And you're, you're moving forward, right? 
until you get in this core rehab class and I say, I want you to feel those muscles and connect to those muscles and you hit a roadblock and you can't feel. And when you do, it makes you want to cry or it makes you sick to your stomach right? So that originally that numbness was a refuge and it helped you. And it's okay to cling to it for the time that you need to. But disconnect has a physical consequence, especially when it's maintained as a long-term lifestyle. And you you cannot continue on with a strong, connected body that you do not feel. We say this a lot. It's very difficult to heal something you do not feel. But going back to feeling it means that you're going to feel some of the things that you checked out, the last things that you felt, which were really scary and really hard to deal with. But what we're hoping is when you get to the point where you're going to start working on this stuff, that you're in a different place. The baby's safe. You're safe. Nobody's in panic mode anymore. Everybody made it. So now we can process. Okay. And I know there's lots of stories where not everybody makes it. And that's something to process too. And I know there's lots of trauma out there that's not even related to a birth and not even related to womanhood. But I'm just giving you some examples. There, There's a reason that we use numbness and disconnect. And, and it's okay, but it needs to be a season. And as you're searching for strength and feeling yourself again and getting back to the things you love and enjoy and you can't quite get there, sometimes we have to take a couple back pedals. We have to back pedal a little bit, hit the car in reverse, go back and process what happened to your body and help reconnect to what's going on in your body. Okay, so I have um, been working on some trauma, core trauma recovery courses, and we've, we are going to be releasing them this spring, and they may already be released when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this later. But these have been labor of love courses that I've been working on um, in my head and on paper for probably last three years. And I finally have gotten to the point where we've, we've created the courses. And I decided um, that it was important to divide them into two separate courses. So there's going to be one course called Nurturing Core. And Nurturing Core is um, going to specifically address, it's a six-week course that's going to con- specifically address um, trauma-related, female trauma related to sexual abuse or sexual trauma of some kind, birth trauma, or fertility trauma. And the reason that I put them all together is because we're going to talk about how and address how core is the the trauma can be stored in the core and how it can be stored in the pelvic floor muscles. And we're specifically going to talk about female anatomy and and the muscles around the pelvis and around all of those private, personal, 
reproductive organs and how that is such a part of uh, a woman's journey. And so we felt like that was an important thing to address. And then we have a second course that's just a four-week course that doesn't have the pelvic floor stuff in it. And it's for men or women that have trauma that's not related to anything pelvic floor. So it could be the loss of a a loved one. It could be cancer. It could be uh, an accident um, or an injury of some kind, a surgical um, situation. It could be an illness. It could be any, really anything um, that caused your body to absorb excessive physical tension and then physical neglect or disconnect. So we separated those two so that we are addressing everything I could possibly think of, but not having, you know, but also kind of honoring the difference of those two different types of trauma, because there's some additional work that needs to be done when it's birth, fertility, or sexual trauma in women. Um, and so we, we've um, kind of separated those out. And the courses are really designed to help you identify the ways your body may have been storing past emotional and physical trauma in the muscles of your core and pelvic floor and give you a gentle process to release that tension and change it. Muscles have a memory. They respond to fear, pain, anxiety, sadness, and strain in very protective ways. You know, we, we're we going to go into those muscle memories and nurture and replace the support that was missing or unavailable at the time of the trauma, and then reframe your body's response to similar movements and sensations so that you can move forward healing with your healing, but also with your life. Because sometimes you'll find yourself like a certain touch or a certain position um, helps you, kind of makes you remember or triggers you to remember something really traumatic. And then it shuts your body down and your body um, behaves in a way that you're not expecting it to. All right. And so when we have, when we have a strong core that's tall and open and elongated and that posture can feel vulnerable um, when you are still dealing with kind of those lasting effects of trauma, loss, or pain. And, and I think it's just important to understand that that sometimes is the speed bump. Some of you may have started one of our courses or started maybe not even one of our courses, but have gone, you know, to physical therapy or pelvic floor therapy or have started a fitness program and you've hit a speed bump or a flat out roadblock where you just don't understand it, but your body can't go. Or every time you try, you hurt yourself or you hurt another part of your body. You can't feel what's going on. That is when I would say there's something more going on and maybe we need to look deeper into how your body has been responding. I think that education 
is really empowering and important. And we start all of our courses with education and understanding how our body is designed to function and what it's doing kind of can help us understand because often we feel like our body has failed us in some way. We feel like something went wrong and my body should have been able to do this or do that or respond differently and it didn't. Or something happened that was out of your control to your body and um, you felt like, you know, there was something taken from you that now is hard to reconnect to your old self. Pain that comes with that, there's usually some pain that comes with that. The pain that comes with that often um, starts into this internal blame game of like, you know, this should happen, that should happen, this, you know, I hate my belly, I hate my body, my, you know, I'm broken, um, you know, there's something wrong with me that I couldn't birth my baby properly or I couldn't um, get pregnant or I couldn't stay pregnant or something happened where my body responded differently than I thought. And, and we can get into this really um, enemy, our bodies are enemy. But when we understand the beauty of how your body was created and it's designed to actually fight for you, and work extra hard for you, even in the traumatic moments of your life, can help you in your healing process. Your body is a partner, your partner, your best friend. It's the only body you get your whole life. And it's really important for us to recognize and what your body is doing. So a lot of time when we when we go back to some of that muscle memory, there's there's a lot of tension and tightness and protectiveness. And it, that tension is your body trying to protect you from something that felt unstable, unsafe. There, that tension in your body is, is trying to use some kind of strength to help you. And sometimes it's misguided because it's just doing the best it can with the situation. But all of that tension starts to be important for you to be able to know how to turn it on and turn it off so that you're not recruiting these tense moments in times of stress that are actually keeping your body from moving forward. And then think about our nervous system. Our nervous system is very protective. You know, that that those two kind of there's this constant sensory feedback loop that's happening, this constant communication between your brain and your body. And there's that sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. And that sympathetic nervous system, it's really not your enemy. It activates in times of stress. It increases that cortisol and adrenaline. It increases your heart rate, your blood pressure. It slows down your digestive system and increases your, your breathing so that you can kind of get through the situation, but it's not meant to be in a place that we live in that high cortisol, high adrenaline, high heart rate, high respiration, high blood pressure. That parasympathetic nervous system, that rest, digest, that actually calms your body, promotes healing, digestion, recovery. It releases 
dopamine and serotonin, which both increase your mood, improve muscle movement, allow blood flow into the deep muscles and organs. So recognizing that we want to help your parasympathetic system get there, there are strategies that you actually can do that. There's actually strategies in how we breathe and certain things that we we um, focus our energy on and our and our our um, sensory feedback loop on to help us get into that parasympathetic system. The breath is so important. We do breath work in all of the tummy team courses, but in the trauma work, that long controlled exhale is one of the things that triggers your parasympathetic nervous system to be in control and to calm everything down. So recognizing and using tools to help you get into that parasympathetic is going to be really important. The other thing that's really kind of amazing about how our body is designed is the power of physical touch. Physical touch is an incredibly important part of the healing process. And a lot of times when we have pain or disdain for a part of our body, we avoid touching it. And if we do touch it, it's not love, loving, nurturing touch, right? But touch has, has the power and capacity to calm your body, help release hormones that are needed for healing and restoration. A lot of times initial touch to an area that's been deprived of healthy touch will trigger these emotions from the last time that you allowed yourself to feel that area. But touch can be incredibly powerful when you kind of reclaim it and reframe it. Deep pressure to areas can can break a pain cycle, can can shift how your body um, processes sensation. It can also, touch can also increase blood flow, which brings in nutrients and promotes healing, also flushes out toxins. And it can calm uh, the hypersensitivity of our nervous system so that we're not overreacting to everything that we feel. So we have, we've understood and learned over the course of working with clients, um, with functional core rehab for a long period of time, that there are strategies in our process that help you take control of some of those negative feedback loops, some of that excessive tension or that disconnect compensation patterns or or tension or just inability to feel or activate certain parts of your body or inability to put your body in certain positions that remind you of times where you were vulnerable or where you were hurt. And we have created a step-by-step process to gently reclaim those positions, those muscles, the energy there, and the opportunity for those muscles to do the jobs they were intended to do, just to hold you together, hold you up, and give you the strength to move forward and be, you know, present and connected in your life. So 
we've created this course based on a lot of those resources, how the body was designed, that it's not your enemy, that it's been protecting you, and that it's maybe been a little bit on overdrive because you haven't taken the time to kind of pedal back and go through and understand what happened in your body and and help reclaim some of those muscles and movement patterns so that you can move forward. And that's what that's what our trauma recovery courses are designed to do. And it's going to be interesting because um, some of you have already done a course, a core rehab course, and still feel like you need this work. Some of you may start with this before you do the work. And some of you might start core rehab and hit a roadblock and realize, oh, I need to do this work first. Everybody's on a different journey. Um, and we're on a journey with you learning about how amazing the body is to heal itself and how amazing the tools are for you to nurture and support your body in a way that you're going to reclaim some of those movements and that connection and that blood flow so that you're not living in these, um, in the results of that trauma. And, and it can be scary at first. It can be scary work to do, but I want you to think about what you've been missing out on, what you haven't been doing because you haven't felt strong enough. You haven't felt confident enough that your body consistently is triggered and has emotional responses to things that you want to move past and move beyond and not just power through then, then I think that doing this work could be really important. And I'm hoping that we're going to have some upcoming podcast interviews with other clients that have been in similar places, hit similar speed bumps and roadblocks, and how we're helping them to navigate those two. So you're not alone. There, there is a, a big picture here. And there's a way through it and a way on the other side of it. And I, I want people to know that that's an option and to recognize that, you know, we can reset these responses. There's strategies that are very effective that you can, you can learn how to do for yourself. And, you know, we want to be able to rewind some of those tapes, slow down, nurture, soothe, and support the structures that are needed so you can reconnect and build your foundation of strength from the inside out. And there's a lot of self-compassion. There's a lot of um, time allowed for each stage of the course um, for it to be a real personal journey. But we do encourage you to kind of keep moving forward and not let yourself get stuck and recognize why, you know, why you started it and where you want to get to and how we're on a journey together and we're going to help you get there. So, you know, keep posted at what we're doing at the Tummy Team all month. We're going to be sharing more and more about disconnect and connection and what we do here at the Tummy Team and the role of trauma recovery um, and the different types of trauma that could affect you and give you some options um, as we're leading up to launching these courses that we've, you know, put our heart and soul into. So we're going to put some resources 
in the in the podcast notes for you to check out so you can understand a little bit more about how grief is stored in the core. We'll have that grief routine and some other resources that we're developing for you. Okay. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining me today. And hopefully this has probably made you think about things very differently, or maybe it's been really validating for you and you realize, gosh, there's, there's a piece that I could see that that's, that I haven't dealt with. And uh, I just want you to know that we're here to support you in that. We're here to help you be strong for the life you were meant to live. All right. Check out more of what we do at the Tummy Team. Thank you so much, guys. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. To hear more inspiring stories, subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. And of course, to get more information, check out all that we do at thetummyteam.com. We would love to help you be strong for the life you were meant to live. Oh, 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 oh,